Welcome to one sweet Lambrusco. <laughs> of two sweet Lambruscos brought to you by the Zombie Eaters Podcast. I'm Polly Firm. My Sunday fun guy, Mitch Buchanan. Five dollars on your face today. Got donated. How are you doing, man? Good. Good. Very feet. They're terrific. I got you a gift. You got me? Not the kind of gift that old man gave you at your work in the bathroom today for five dollars. I got you a different kind of gift. Mike's calling me. Let me answer it. Your Bluetooth's on. Oh, whoops. Just turn it off. I don't know how to fucking do this. Hello? This is not JQ. <laughs> what what do you what do you what are you doing calling my, my guy while we're doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold, hold hold on a minute. Let me let me let me All right, so we got a little sidetrack there. Um Mike Mike Mikey G called. Um but anyways, like I was saying, I, I, I've got a gift for you. So, um, it's just kind of like, I think it's funny because, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Christmas gift and, you know, me being a Jew and everything, I thought it would be a, a good gift just to show you that I appreciate you, man. Thank so, you. Yeah, dude. So, here you go. Merry Christmas. Dude. This is what I gave to you, like, a week ago. The same company? No, no. I gave you this exact same plate. They don't make these anymore. I gave this to you. Oh, that's, that's what a coincidence. I, I gave this plate to you. No, are no. You, are I, you giving me the plate back? No, or no, no. I use I used that plate you got me at the Christmas party. I, I could tell. No, that's that's. I got that for you. I got this for you. Yeah, I'm Jewish, though. I know where to get those. That's a I, gift I got for you. If you don't appreciate it, if you're going to be... You know, I, ungrateful. I, I got this. I got this gift for you. No, that's a different gift. It's... This is the same. I, I, I think the the what you're looking. 2012. I think the words you're looking. I think the right words you're looking for right are right. thank you. 2012. I think the words you're looking for is thank you. You bought this in 2012. No, I didn't buy it in 2012. When did you buy it? I bought it yesterday. Where? At a store. At, at what store? At the gift shop at Temple Shalai Shalom. 2012. Yeah, that's when it was made. Big deal. Look, why don't you just say thank you? And you, you know, you've ruined the moment now because you're being ungrateful, so. You're just giving me the gift that I gave you. That's not the gift you got me. You're regifting I'm wrong. I'm not regifting. Just say thank you. We're fine. You're welcome. I'll just imply the thank you. So anyway, moving on. Um, so how was your day at work? It's great. I heard that uh, you made some money. Yeah, some guy gave me five dollars. Why did he do that? Well, I helped him unload his donations. <laughs> Sounds like a swell fella. He, he was, <laughs> man, and uh, I because like I felt wrong taking that like that type of tip. I just gave that him. type of tip. It's yeah. a saw buck. It's five dollars. Well, he, he. I was just helping. Let me ask you a question though. Did you did you find the five dollars before or after? After. Later that day, I found five dollars oh. on the. See how that works. Out. You gave the five bucks to your work, and then you found five dollars. What if the five dollars that you gave your work 
someone dropped, like, you know, maybe like they had it, like, you, you, you only do it just to work, and you know, maybe like someone uh, got it as change and they dropped it and it's the same five. That'd be trippy. Yeah, but it's been easier if you just let the guy jack off in your face and kept the five dollars he gave you. Jack off in my face. You said that he he unloaded a donation on you. Yes. Yeah. No, so, I helped him unload his. So donations. you jerked it off under your face. What? Where? What? When I said unloading, do you know I work at the Salvation Army. Yeah. I hear that's a bathhouse for many, many, many closeted gay men. They come in, they unload stuff. You're thinking of the wrong thrift store. I don't think that I am. Out of the closets. No, they do AIDS beach. testing there. That's different. I know. I've gotten a few AIDS tests from them. I, I was an uh, IV drug user. Man. I, 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 was... I walked into that place and like I felt so... like I didn't feel like... like It wasn't like weird for me or anything. Uh -huh. I just felt out of place. But, like the first time in Long Beach, I felt a little out of place. Um, but then I just, you know, I started talking to the people there and I was like, oh, all right. It's yeah, a, it's a yeah, fantastic it's place, fan man. It is. They got good shit there. They gave me an umbrella. It was raining. I went over there to pick that's up. A, that's like the, the gayest thing they could have given me. It was <laughs> the straight raining. guy, yeah. It was raining That's hard. awesome, dude. I've never used an umbrella in my life. And I was walking around. Uh, yeah, I was I, I mean, walking I, around. I, I, the, I, like, again, I, I just see someone with an umbrella. Not that there's anything, like, I mean, it's just a little too delightful for me. A little too yeah, dainty, and, and you I, know? I, on my way back to, you know, my part of Long Beach, I was spinning it and singing and That can disorient people. people. Yeah, no. The spinning. I, w I was definitely causing a lot of uh, Disorientation. Commotion. <laughs> commotion. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was just out of my mind, twirling my umbrella, singing, Yee-hoo! Yee-hoo! Don't make that noise again. <laughs> um, it sounds like you had an eventful day. No, that was it. That was it. No, I'm saying today at work. I know. Yeah, but, yeah. no, today. Sundays are great. Sundays yeah. are kind of chill. Saturdays are insane. Today, I honestly did, like, nothing. I, I laid at my girlfriend's house, and we watched Netflix for, like, four hours. I fought at that one point. But she was taking a shower, so it didn't really matter. But you know what was funny, though, is I was in the kitchen while she was in the shower, and I was making a Carnation Instant Breakfast. And uh, I realized that um, the almond milk I had over there, I, I drunk it all. So um, I opened up the fridge, and that's when I realized it was gone. But there was another thing of almond milk in there. And I was like, well, I'm like, this can't be hers, because she likes oat milk. Um, so... I'm saying that like she's being like you know snooty for drinking oat milk when I'm when I drink almond milk, but I was just talking about the oat milk thing. It's kind of it's little, it's a, that, that's like a little hipsterish, but um. So I went to her roommate, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, uh, is that your almond milk in the fridge? And she goes, yeah. I go, oh, do you mind if I have some? Mine's gone. She goes, oh, you know what? Yeah, you can have as much of that as you want because I drank all the yours, and I'm like, oh. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, why is it gone? But like, she's like, oh yeah, dude, I totally forgot to tell you. I'm sorry, I drank like a shitload of your almond milk. I'm like, okay. And I was like, all right, good. And she's like, is that oat milk shit that she drinks is nasty? I'm like, it is, isn't it? And then she was like, yeah. I'm like, I've actually never tried it. I just, I won't. It's like Star Wars. I'm never going to watch it. I actually, um, that's a lie. I have tried it. Because she came over here one day and made us lattes. And she used that oat milk bullshit. I didn't like it. She tried to pass it off me like I wouldn't know the difference. I know how oats taste. I know how almonds taste. 
And I know one is a juice extracted from a nut or a milk extracted from a nut. And the other one is extracted from little oats. I'll take the nut milk any day. Have you ever seen almond milk being uh, produced? I've tried to make almond milk before. It's like soaking the oats, almonds, and water and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then squeezing it, squeezing mm-hmm. it for like an hour. Yeah. Dulcie's good at that. You guys have made almond milk together. Yeah, we'll call it almond milk. Oat milk. Mm. I don't produce oat milk. You don't produce almond milk. How do you know? Almonds produce almond milk. You're not an almond. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Do you identify as an almond? (laughs) (laughs) That might be the funniest fucking thing you've ever said in this podcast. (laughs) I I don't. I should start, though. You know, I, I go through like two gallons of almond milk a week. That's a lot of almond milk. It, well, a lot of because I make smoothies. I eat it with cereal. I, I use it in place of any. I don't. I don't. I haven't had dairy milk in a very long time. Regardless, that's a lot of almond milk. How much butter do you eat? I eat between a quarter and a half pound a week. That's a lot of butter. No, it's not. Yes, used, it is. I used to eat a pound. I remember. Yeah, when you first half. moved in here, you would eat like an entire fucking box. Yeah, I'd, I'd eat a lot of butter. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like maybe not, maybe, maybe not, sauce. maybe not two gallons a week. Maybe like a gallon and like a quarter, maybe a week. Yeah, that's not that's too too bad. Reasonable. But like, I eat. The thing is, I've also cut down on my cereal. I don't eat. Remember when I eat those big bowls of cereal? Uh, I kind of cut that out. I mean, I'll, st- I'll still eat it, but I'm not gonna fucking. I don't go ham like I used to. But I, I think that almond milk is. Uh, I like the way it tastes, and like whenever I had used to have dairy milk, like I'm not lactose intolerant or anything. But there was got to a point where like cow's milk was making me like my stomach hurt and shit. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't happen when I eat cheese. It doesn't happen when I eat any other kind of dairy. It's just cow's milk because it curdles in there. It's right? gross. Yeah. I, then, then like, and then I, I, I went to this. Um, I, I was driving up to um, where the fuck were we going? Somewhere north of like Bakersfield, and um, we stopped to see a friend of hers that went to college up there. And she lived on a farm. And I saw cows getting milked. And I was just like, I, I couldn't stop. It was disgusting, but I couldn't stop like, staring at it. And I was like, I remember it's in my mind, I was like, I'm never drinking cow's milk again. And I haven't. It's not disgusting. It's, it's just, dude, for someone, I don't know, dude, I was. You just yank on the teats. Right, right. And it was just like the, the, and the cow was just like staring at me. It doesn't make that noise. The cow noise. was staring at me. When the water was going into the thing, it made that noise. No, it's like more of like a... Oh my god, dude. So you must have been there that day then. I've just... I've seen cows getting milked. I saw that cow get milked. Then I saw it shit. Yeah. It was just... I was just like, oh. Yeah, there's there's a certain amount of cow shit. In yeah, I, I just... I just... And it's the smell. I was just like, you know what? I, uh, I'm done. And, I'm, and, and to be honest with you, dude, I'm, I've also been kind of moving away from cow's meat altogether. Yeah, that stuff isn't good for you. It's not that it's not good for you. It's just... Uh, that shit fucks my stomach. And cow fats are fucking up the environment. Yeah, I heard I heard that. They fought, and it goes up, and there's so many cows fighting. That's why we got to get rid of India. We got to go over there. We got to convince those people that cows aren't that sacred. 
I mean, what do we really need India for? Call centers? If we get rid of India, the environment improves. <laughs> There's gonna be more jobs, the economy improves. Some Indian girls are hot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, ethnicity has hot girls. Except, I've never really seen a hot girl from, like, Siberia. Like, Russian hot? <laughs> no, 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 not, no, no. Girls in Russia are hot. Uh -huh. But Siberia is, like, the one, it's like the Dungeons and Dragons. It's, like, a, the inhuman form. Wouldn't they be, like, wouldn't they look kind of, like, similar to Russian girls? I've I, never seen... I, I, I went to college with a, a girl from Siberia, and, and she looked like uh, the, the lady that played on uh, Matilda, the mean teacher, that put the kids in the chokey. Mm. What the fuck was her name? <laughs> you remember that movie with Danny DeVito? Matilda. Miss Trunchbull. You ever seen her? In, from the movie Matilda with Danny DeVito it, it's and, been a long and Rhea Perlman? Time. Oh my god, she looked just like her with the, with the unibrow and like the fucking big teeth. She didn't shave her unibrow. <laughs> no, Aww. that shit's normal. That's normal in Siberia. And the thing was, if she if she didn't have the big teeth and she wasn't like built like a fucking linebacker in the NFL, she probably could have been cute. But she was just like a. She looked like she she had like a she was like a uh, like a like a like an elderly. Look, she was twenty, but she looked like she was fucking. She could have been fifty. Yeah, I've noticed that. About I thought she was a teacher too. the first time I saw her. She was gonna be standing there with like a fucking like a like a leather bound roof <laughs> slapping <laughs> in her fucking hand and shit. But she was wicked nice. I mean, if that if you could take that personality and put it into the girls in America, we'd be all fucking sent, dude. Because there was no superficiality. There was no she was not judgmental. There was no like you know I'm gonna buy this purse to show up your girlfriend kind of shit. You know, she dressed like she was a boarding school teacher. It was fucking weird. <laughs> but she was wicked nice. And her fucking English is better than half the girls that were born here. Yeah. She still had a unibrow though. It was like a caterpillar, dude. It was a, it was like a like a, a Charlie Chaplin like mustache. How do you learn English and then still have a unibrow? Well, here's the problem with Americans. They won't say anything to her face. Americans will talk about them behind their back. So no one probably ever said anything to her. Well, when I almost walks, did one day, but she was always really nice to me, so I didn't want her to think that I was a dick. When she walks, plus I was horrified of her. She probably could have beat the shit out of me. I saw her arm wrestle a dude once, like a dude I know that's like strong, like he could pick stuff up over his head, and she just fucking <laughs> it's like no problem. I'm like I'm not saying shit to that girl. <laughs> well, she walked around every day just seeing a bunch of people with two eyebrows. But people here, one or two eyebrows, regardless of how many they have, their personalities make them ugly, especially to women from Eastern or Western Europe. Because they don't act like that there, you know? Like, when you see how superficial women are, and you see how judgmental and shallow and self-centered women are here, you know? Like, you're happy. Like, fuck it. I'll have a unibrow. I look like a fucking... Uh, like the mother from the fucking Goonies, and I'm still like I'm not gonna get rid of my freaking eyebrow because you know what? And one of the best players in the NBA has a gigantic unibrow. I even did a joke about it on the podcast. I was like, yeah, remember that guy Anthony Davis? He got drafted fourth in the draft, and his eyebrow went seventh. <laughs> like the guy's thing, it's huge. 
You know who I'm talking about? He plays for the Lakers. He used to play for the Pelicans. No. He's got his his unibrow is bigger than my forearm. It's that's a big. Unibrow. Well, he's also like six eleven. Still, that's a huge. It's huge. Unibrow. His face is huge. Big unibrow. Like you don't think people realize how big basketball players are. Like the first time I met Kevin Garnett in Boston, this guy, I love him. I love Kevin Garnett. He won a championship with the Celtics. I love him. This dude is like black. Like he's so black, it's like he's purple. He's a black dude. He's fucking like Africa, like, like midnight Africa black. And I met the guy. And it was kind of dark when I met him. I was walking out of a bank and he was just standing there and I almost walked into him. He was fucking huge. You legitimately met Almost him. walked into him. I was I was leaving a bank and he was coming in. I think he was just going to use the ATM. How'd that interaction go? Kevin Garnett? Yes. I was freaking out. He's fucking, he won a championship for the Celtics. My favorite team, you know? And I was just like, oh man, wow. I almost, I almost said I almost didn't see you there, but I caught myself. I was like, oh, Kevin Garnett. He's just like, hey, what's up, man? He shook my hand. And I was just like, jeez. I'm not, I was like emasculated, <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, I'd ask for your autograph, but all I have is this cash. You got plenty of that. You could autograph one of your monies. He started laughing. He's like, good to meet you. And went inside. I'm like, that would have been cool if Kevin Garnett was like, Chad got you. <laughs> I got a $100 bill and signed it. Yeah. But I almost walked into him. I almost said something unintentionally racist. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was flabbergasted, you know? I, I, I he, uh, At that point, the only other um, athlete that I had met was Tom Brady. And that was kind of just like, he was like, I was leaving a gas station and he was pulling in and he got out of his car. And this was right after the Pats won their first Super Bowl. And I was just like, is that fucking Tom Brady? And then he got out and we were leaving. I'm like, you gotta go back. But I didn't really, I saw him, I didn't meet him. Mm. But yeah, Garnett though, yeah, that was scary. Like a, he's like seven feet tall, but really black. Like he's actually gone, I don't know what is past black on the color scale, but he's way past that. He like blew that out of the water. He's really dark. Okay. Like an eggplant. That's purple. <laughs> Whatever it is. He's he's not black. He's blacker than black. Just I'm not being black. I'm not being racist right. I'm just I'm making an observation. The guy is a fucking I almost walked into him. It didn't help that he was wearing like a different shade of black. Like it wasn't as dark as him. They don't make that color, I don't think. He's black. He's really black. And he wasn't wearing his ring. Because that thing you would have saw, the Celtics championship rings, you make a ring for a guy's hand that's seven feet tall, it's like... That's why like, if I ever like win a championship of some sort, I'm not sure what I would, <laughs> what championship I'm gonna win at this point. Maybe I'll win like a spelling bee for adults. I don't know. But uh, I want to make sure that I get a ring that's like, you know, like I'll just put it on and like I'll go to a place and I'll be like, excuse me, I have a question. I, where's this? Can I sit at this table over here and just be like, look at this ring. Oh, what, are you are you an athlete? Well, I mean, I want to, you know, academic athlete. I want a spelling bee. You, you, could, you could do that. Yeah, but I, I want to actually win it. I don't want to make it. Like I want to like earn it. 
And I want people to like, cause I'm like, I'm the kind of guy where like, if you didn't know me, like, and I got a big ring on like that, and I'm dressed like, kind of like this, oh, maybe that guy plays for the Rams or something. No. People, no, people, that's just, that's how stupid people are. There was one guy wearing a ring, and because he was black, my sister was like, does he play for the Patriots? And I'm like, no. I would assume that you had some success in comedic rapping. If I saw you wearing a ring. Well, the thing is, too, we also grew up in a town where... This is the, this is the catch-22 of... Um, that wasn't that funny. This is the catch-22 of comedic rapping. Comedic rapping. So, like, what anybody who's not Kanye West or Kendrick Lamar, like, what are the good rappers out there right now? Comedic. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's comedic to me that people actually think that these people like are rappers. Like outside of those two, like Drake, that guy's not a rapper. He fucking sucks. That shit to me is comedic. That people take him seriously as a rapper. Yeah, it's supposed he to be was on fuck, He was on that TV show with he's in a fucking wheelchair. What the fuck was it called? I can't take that jabroni seriously. I fucking hate Drake. Action Bronson, he's good. His shit's kind of funny, but he's good. I like Action Bronson a lot. But here's the thing about growing up where I grew up. Like, first of all, everyone's racist. So, no black people at this. So you see a black person wearing a ring, that's your first thought. Oh, does he play for the Patriots? He was they, in your town? They got the hell, yeah. He what was, the hell was he doing in your town? I don't know. I, he could have played for the Patriots. I don't know half of them. The only Patriot I knew who, who he looked like were, like, the stars. Like, Gronkowski, Brady, you know? But, like... What if he wasn't? What if he wasn't Kevin Garnett? <laughs> what if you just saw this large like? Oh no, it was Kevin ball. Garnett. Cause like when he like walked up to me, like when I like after I was bumped into him, I looked up and so his like his like aura, whatever it was, that shit like lit up. He glowed. He had an aura. He had like the championship. Like that dude brought the first championship to Boston Celtics since the since eighty eight, eighty six, like. That was a big fucking deal for Celtics fans. And they beat the Lakers. This is like the song that plays in my head every time I think about beating the Lakers. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, you're not even a big sports fan. How do you even know who Kevin Garnett is? It's a popular like you had, yeah, but So is Anthony Davis. You have no idea who he is. He won no, a championship no with the Lakers last season. No well, I mean, a championship. It was the COVID championship. Fucking bullshit. Oh, actually, it was two years ago. Two years ago. Because last year, the Bucks won. Yeah, I, I hate LeBron James, too. I hate him. Hate him. I, I, I liked him a little bit <laughs> when, when he was in the, that, that train wreck movie. Um, but then, like, any like I had for him, like that little, little tiny, tiny bit I had for him, went away when he signed with the Lakers. And then it really went away when they did Space Jam 2. That was fucking bullshit. I'm thinking some serious haterade right now. Yeah. I gotta calm down. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like going off here. I should probably talk about a white person I hate. Because like I've just named off the four black people in a row that I hate. Um, I don't like Tom. Mm-hmm. I hate him. He's a person that I, I've, I've, I've thought about just bringing him all back. What about Rob Schneider? Beating the sh- I fucking never met him, but I don't like seeing him on TV. I know, it's uncomfortable. It, it's <laughs> the, He's not funny. It's it's the character he plays, man. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's the, same thing. it's the same thing with Seth Rogen. Like, Seth Rogen's funny, but he plays the same person in every movie. <laughs> yeah, it just gets redundant. It's like, dude, okay. 
It's like, I wonder what Seth Rogen's character is going to be like in this movie. He's going to sit there. He's going to be judgmental. He's going to have a stupid laugh and try to say shit like he's smart. You know what really bothers me? Is he actually is smart, but you never know it from listening to him talk. Okay, I get it. I'll text you back later. So while we were talking since Mike called, my girlfriend's texted me seven times. Holy shit. And I guarantee you, she's going to think that I was flirting with her roommate because of the almond milk. Like, I bet, like, it just probably kind of got brought up in conversation that I asked her to use almond milk. And she's going to be like, are you hitting on Rachel? <laughs> no, she drank all my fucking almond milk, so I asked her to have some of hers. That's so healthy. That's... You take the good with the bad, dude. She's hot. I don't fucking care. All right. I can, give, I can handle that. Yeah, I asked her for all milk and she drank mine. You want to think that's flirting? Fine. It would have been weird if she was like, oh, while you're in the shower, your boyfriend fucking fucked me in the kitchen. Like, that's that's a cause for concern. Mm-hmm. I, I, the conversation lasted... Were you wearing clothes? Uh, when I asked her roommate for almond milk? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was fully dressed, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. I had a baseball hat and flip-flops on, but that's it. I mean... That's, that's all you need. She's dressed, right? It's California. Feet were cut right, exactly. I was protecting my face from the sun, and I had shoes on my flip flops on. I could have been barefoot, you know. Even the hat, it's fine. Did you have your sunglasses on? You know, she's actually the like her roommate is like they're both like the kind of cool women where like I guarantee you she's not laughing. You'd be like, yeah, you have some of my almond milk, and just like that's it, just brush it off, you know. I don't know why I'm doing. My girlfriend would not appreciate that if I did that to her roommate. If yeah. her roommate came up to me naked. It was like, kind of some almond milk? I'd be like, no, I don't have any, but I'll have sex with you. Like, I have no... Doesn't your girlfriend I, listen to these? Um, I think so. <laughs> she, she already knows, like... I mean, like, here's the thing, dude. Like, even if the roles were reversed, if I was dating her roommate and she was the roommate, like, she knows my girlfriend's hot. Like, I know that her roommate's hot. She knows that her roommate's hot. You know? It's just like, she knows, it's, it's, it's like, for me, to, she'd be more pissed if she was like, oh, do you think my roommate's pretty? And I was like, no. She'd be like, why are you fucking lying to me? You know? It's like if you're, you're dating, uh, you know, Giselle Boonston, uh, and she's roommates with like fucking, uh, I don't even know who the hot women in TV are right now. I don't know. Like another hot person from Brazil that's a supermodel. That's like 5'11". Any girl from Scandinavia, basically. <laughs> that that that's that's where if, if I could go anywhere and just live there, I, I would go to like Norway or Sweden. Like that's I'd be set. Tall blondes, dude. That look like that chick that Tiger cheated on. Like that's a done deal, dude. You don't think that those girls are hot? Those girls intimidate me. And what? Intimidate me. Yeah. Yeah, they are intimidatingly hot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they are. Just the sheer, sheer like, length of them. Yeah, I love it. And I, love I know it. they have more reach than me, so if we ever get into a fist fight, they're going to kick my ass. Why is that, like, where your mind goes? Like, why are you, like, I'm thinking, like, most guys are, like, not thinking about fist fighting. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you the first thing that happens when I meet a girl from fucking Sweden or Norway or like I'm not thinking about fist fighting them. Well, me neither. I'm not even you... thinking about fisting them. That's disgusting too. I just want to like hang out with them in like a fucking like a like a like a hot spa in like the mountains with the what, snow. What if they become mentally unhinged and they start like? What if they what become a woman? Like <laughs> women are mentally unhinged. And they start like hitting you and shit. Fucking Huna Huna, this you know, make then sure that can't, you can't because they'll no, just no, no. you push just on you just head. take that anger from them and you make it direct it into a primal anger. Anger fuck them. Make up sex. The long term relationship, you know, that's weighty. The only thing you're gonna get better than make up sex in a long term relationship is a conjugal. There's only so many holes you can explore and so many things you can do before you gotta start spicing up your sex life. Oh, I know. So that. maybe like, you know, like yeah, get her angry. Have her throw a couple punches. Who fucking who cares? If you're if you're lucky enough to be in a relationship with like a five foot ten fucking Swedish girl with like long blonde hair that's just like perfect in every way, like physically. That that has like all the attributes of the fucking superficial man. You might have to take a few fucking punches. It's worth it. I'd rather be in a relationship with like a five three brunette. That I don't trust guys she, that if, like short brunettes. If she becomes mentally unhinged, I'm just dead. I'm One of my dead. best friends married a girl like that, and I I fucking can't stand being around and her. It, no, no, I know we're not going to get into a fist fight. But I, I would have fist even, fought this girl because before like it even get that far, she'd kill me in my sleep. That, that's my what thing. kind of women are you meeting? I told you the last like three yeah, love but dude, yeah, that was like ten years hospital. ago or whatever the fuck it was when you it's were like on drugs. Yeah, when you were on drugs, dude. There's other girls in the world that aren't like that. There's another world. There's another whole class of people. I like to mentally. Like, okay, then, then then that's what you do. You're gonna get what you deserve then. If you want to be with mentally unhinged women, I don't want to sit here and listen to you complaining Ill. about getting into fist fights with them. Ill. Yeah, I'd rather have the mentally and. Un- you'd rather have a mentally unstable, Ill. short fucking brunette girl than a tall, gorgeous, loving Swedish girl. Well, tall. That's what you're telling me. Swedish loving, Swedish whatever girl. Stop overanalyzing it. In just answer the fucking question, yes or no? You'd rather be with a short, unhinged brunette that will fucking fight you and kill you in your sleep than a tall, gorgeous Swedish woman that will love you. No. All right then, what are we fucking talking about? You're fucking weird, man. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. I gotta talk some sense into this jabroni. <clears throat> All right, welcome back to one sweet Lambrusco of two sweet Lambruscos, brought to you by the Zombie Eaters Podcast, the original OG podcast. With Zach Gas, God, I miss Zach. So, uh, you can find us on the internet at uh, org, And um, I'm working on our landing page right now within that uh, website. But uh, when it's finished, it's the same website, backslash Lambruscos. Uh, you can listen to full podcast episodes there. There's uh, pictures from the show. There is uh, video clips and all sorts of other fun stuff. So, check it out, org. You can find us on uh, social media, uh, two underscore sweet underscore Lambruscos. That's T-O-O underscore sweet Lambruscos. 
I don't know. Just fucking go. And Zombie Eaters Podcast also has an IG page. And you can find us on Reddit uh, at you uh, backslash Bruce Goes Podcast, I believe it is. Everything Everything's posted. Uh, and our YouTube channel um, is ZEP Presents Two Sweetland Brusco's. All video clips are on there. I'm going to be uploading a few more this week. I've been kind of lagging on that. But all the episodes have been uploaded. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podcast, Podbay, all of them. Uh, we're everywhere. And we're also uh, listener supported, so you don't have to have a premium subscription to enjoy our content. And you... If you want to make a podcast and you don't know what you're doing, then I recommend using uh, Captivate.fm by Rebel Radio. It's run by Mark Ansquith, and they are, uh, they're awesome. I didn't know what I was doing. I signed up with them. Uh, you get two free weeks, and they get you your first 100 listeners, and they give you all the tools you need to make a successful podcast with their podcast academy. So again, Captivate.fm by Rebel Radio. Uh, tell them that Poly Firm sent you, and they will fucking turn you away so uh, i think that's it uh why are you looking at me like that mitch i was thinking uh oh no do you think that panty stealing would be a crime if you replaced them with brand new panties were you like the fucking panty fairy like robin hood of panty stealing well, I mean, if you went to like... No, yes, I think that would be a crime, especially nowadays. You're just bringing them some new panties and... Unsolicited panty ones. theft in replacement is not a thing. Doing them Try it. Let me know how it goes. You should go do that. Go, go into some women's room, steal their panties, replace them with new ones, and then... Let me know how it goes once you're done registering as a sex offender. You'll have to move out of here. Can't live here anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it'd be a crime. I think it'd be a crime. I, I think that it may not officially be a crime, but I'm sure you'd have no problem dating those unhinged little brunettes you like because that's about all that'd be left for you <laughs> once you're on the sex offender registry. I just, that's a good, ugh. Well, actually, you know, you broke into my girlfriend's house. She doesn't even wear panties, I don't think. So. I don't think that, oh, yes, she does. That actually is a funny story, because uh, one day, um, I, I, I she was doing laundry here. And um, I did laundry. I, our laundry kind of got mixed together, and we're in our, my room folding it. And then uh, she went home, and I, I went to bed or whatever. And Ricky came by the next day, and um, I was I was sitting on my bed doing something. So he kind of was gonna sit on the chair in my room and like move something, and it was like two <laughs> two pairs of panties. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he's like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, those are mine. <laughs> and he was like, no, they're not. And I'm like, oh no, they're my girlfriend's. And he's like. What are you doing your laundry? And I'm like, yeah. I had to do a load. She just had to have some clothes. I just did them. He's like, your girlfriend's got you doing your laundry. And basically, I let him kind of like make fun of me for a couple seconds. Like, why are you washing your girlfriend's clothes? Like, oh, you're a wuss. I was like, yeah. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, so she wears panties, but don't steal those. I'm not going to steal your girlfriend's panties. Her roommate's hot. You can probably steal hers, but I'll tell her it was you, and then, you know. But they, so what are you gonna go and you're gonna go in and steal them and then like look at the kinds what, what are you gonna do with the old what are you gonna do with their panties the original ones you stole donate them what are you what are you doing like what what's your end game here I'm just gonna take them away and do what with them and then that's like some, that's like what a serial killer does that's like trophies brand new panties there that that's what that's like what serial killers do so why don't you just buy them new panties like why don't you meet a girl. Become her boyfriend and then buy her some lingerie or something. Like, why are you gonna go steal women you don't know's panties and bring them new ones? That's fucking weird. I thought it would be a. Kind it's thing it's to... not anything. It's weird. You know what you need to do? You need to break this little relationship you have with God and go get laid. All this like weird shit you're talking about, dude, is because you're pussy deprived. You you need to go get laid, dude. I can I can call I can make a phone call right now and have you laid in an hour. Mm. And I'm not talking about with an escort. And don't give me that face like it's something weird when you're talking about stealing women's panties. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna that 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 that's gonna happen before the new year, dude. You you need to fucking empty the tank. Cause it you're you're getting <laughs> thinking of all this crazy shit. And I know that's not the kind of person you are. You you're pussy deprived. That's that that's that's like what that's those are the kind of people that go shoot people. Like that kid in Virginia that couldn't get laid. So he went and shot up everybody from at Virginia Tech. That's what pussy deprivation gets you. And you're starting to teeter. You're starting to say some weird shit, man. You you, you need to uh just just like do it for do it for Jesus. You're gonna you know what's gonna happen? You're, you're, gonna naked, you're gonna be naked. You're gonna be naked jacking it in San Diego. That's what's gonna happen. Thought about doing it. I've Thought seriously doing considered it. doing it. I, I actually kind of did some research, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, I guess what happened was like the the the, the idea for that specific thing. I, I guess some like guy in like local government or whatever in San Diego, like a councilman or something, like got caught doing that. He was just a naked jerking off in San Diego, like a politician. And I, I guess it was caught on TMZ or something. I don't know, but that's where South Park came up with the idea. I did that. I actually you did, did that? that. Not in San Diego or San Francisco or wherever. San Diego. <laughs> I I did that. I did that over in. Um, Let me guess, like Basto. Thousand or India. Palms. A thousand I think? palms. So you were on the desert. No, Cat City, Cathedral City. That is a weird place, and that was like the the apex of your weirdness, wasn't it? The desert. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like where, where you reach like your uh, weird glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, like I remember when you when, when I first met you when you would you would tell me some of the stories about, you know, before you got sober and like none, none of it's really like like I'm like, yeah, it's like we do weird shit when we're out there. And some of your stories though, it's like knowing you now like I, I can't I just well, actually sometimes you say stuff that's just really fucking weird, but I—it's just hard to picture you like that until you showed me that picture of you <laughs> with the hair, with the green. That's hair. when I was like, all right, uh, yeah, that dude did that shit, but yeah. not this dude, you know. And that's why you don't want to go back to that life, dude. You gotta—you gotta go have sex. What does that have to? You gotta push the little daisies and make them come up. Because you're talking you to me about me stealing women's die? panties. 
just like your mind, your mind is going very. Replace them with okay, brand new. Well, however, you want to justify stealing panties, which is always going to be weird. You, you just kind of, I guarantee you, you go, you have sex, you're going to come back, and you're going to be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Pants, I'm sorry. You're gonna no, be I've completely. Been, I've like, been there a couple of times. And you I, like I, a you nice, know. like like a nice Greek girl or like a like an African American. I do know that it's a it's a huge weight off the shoulders. It's more than a weight off your shoulders, dude. It's a also, weight off your mind. Also, at this point, I feel like it'd just be a sign of weakness. No, it me. wouldn't. It'd be a sign of you not thinking about bizarre shit. I like thinking about bizarre shit. But there's there's a just good bizarre shit and this borderline like this this borderline like somebody what the hell oh, if it's her again. <laughs> I like this. Oh, Ween's fantastic, dude. Um so yeah, dude. You just I don't know, dude. Like I, I I know that when I'm like when when I when I um I was in a relationship when I first got sober, and it, it was not it was I mean like the girl was fine. It just I wasn't ready for a relationship, you know. And um, you know, like you you like taking your first year and like doing what you're supposed to do and everything. It's great because you're working a really really good program, but there comes a point like if I was your sponsor, dude. Right now, I would be like, dude, just go fuck somebody. Like, just find some no strings attached, mutual, fucking, like, consensual sex, and just, like, tell her, like, hey, man, listen, uh, you're cute. Obviously, you like me. You seem feral. Like, let's just have sex. If I could find a feral woman, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of feral women out there, dude. Aren't you, aren't you re-enrolling re in school? There's, there's like a hundred, hundreds of them. At like OCC and Golden West and Coastline, dude. No, they're doing something with their lives. Right, and in the meantime, they want to have sex. Oh, I'm talking about like feral, like... Right, there's plenty of feral women, dude. Like, like, like I was saying, like when like, I, I don't want nice, clean, I, shiny hair. I want, I want a woman that's got, okay. Like, when I say f okay, we have a totally different conception of what feral means. Uh, feral, I mean feral in the mood that they, they just they're horny, they they want to have sex. They're 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 fucking like very much like down for whatever. They're like bout it, bout it. That's what you need. You need a girl with like fucking a white girl with cornrows, and like that that'll like suck your dick for like a fucking hot dog. That's that's what you're thinking. It's like when you just with the lady that you just explained with like the the split ends and shit. Like that's what I think of when I think of a woman with split ends and shit. Like I mean, why feral, feral do cornrows care about their nails? And... I don't want to. So a girl. Cares. I don't want a girl that cares about her nails <laughs> and her hair. Okay, then go to fucking Alaska. It's too cold up there. Right. Like, any cold region, like where I grew up, dude, six months out of the year, all girls want to do is stay home and fuck. That's it. Like, right now is prime pouncing time where I'm from. Because all these girls, it's cold, they want to stay home, pack on a few pounds, fucking just get fucked by their boyfriends. That was my favorite time of the year to be in a relationship back home. You know, then it starts to get a little bit warmer in the spring. They start going to the gym again. Then they get by, you know, by June, they're, you know, bikini ready. 
And then during the summer, they put on, I mean, during winter, they put on a couple pounds. Like, not, like, excessive weight, like a couple pounds, you know? And they just want to stay home and fuck. And they're lonely because it's cold. Believe me, dude, girls latch on to you this time of year. You should fly, fly to Syracuse. Go to my old stomping grounds in Tilly Hill. <laughs> just go there, dude, and, like, like seriously, like, one out of five girls, like, up there. We'll just be like, yeah, let's go fuck. They're a little rough around the edges, you know. They grew up in cold weather. They're probably, like, <laughs> they're probably going to throw you around a little bit, but, I mean, yeah. They're, it's a different breed of women up there. But they're cute. They are cute. But like, like I was saying though, my, my first year of sobriety, dude, I was in a relationship and um, the girl I was dating had like way more time than me. She was way older than me. Um, she had a couple kids Ooh. and she was my boss. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, it was, um, I, mean, I don't even know why she liked me to tell you the truth. Like I was all, I was like all fucked up in the head. And, you know, it was my first year of sobriety. You know, I was just learning how to like, re, like reintegrate into society. And I meet this girl like on day, I don't know even know what it was. Like maybe like day ten or eleven. And eventually she broke up with me. But like she should have broken up with me like six months before. But regardless, like you know, that's why my I think my second year was my most important year of sobriety because like. I was basically doing everything I should have done in my first year of sobriety that I wasn't doing because I was, like, I was working. I had a girlfriend. Like, I was, you know, just, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm really surprised I didn't fucking relapse, but, um, I mean, I was miserable. You know, then we broke up, and that was the best thing that ever could have happened. She broke up with me. And then I, like, you know, I was in a meeting, like, the next day. I was kind of bummed out about it, and then I was like, kind of sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, dude! I have not been working the program. I'm disconnected. I gotta get, I gotta do some work." And then I took over this house, got a better job, and was going to like probably five meetings a week. Was working the steps with my sponsor again. Started sponsoring a guy, and then read about it like at about two, three years, or even that gap. Then I met my girl, actually, you know, like two and a half because I met my girlfriend. And like the first, like, like the first time we had sex, I was just like, ooh, all right. All right. Now my head's clear. Now I can concentrate. <laughs> and I think that's what you need. You need to like empty the vat. You need the, you need to, you're at the, you're, you're at the gas station and you're just pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping and pumping. You're not burning any of it. You're not burning any of the gas. Just, just, just tell God, like, hey man, check it out. Don't talk to Jesus. Like I said, boss's son is a dick. Let's go right to the man. Like, hey, listen. It's been a year, over a year. You know, I'm good. I'm strong. Over two and, I'm, and a half. I'm Mitch B. Jesus Christ. Three years almost. You need to go out and no. serial fornicate. Yeah, almost three years. You need to go drown in a sea of pointless pussy. <laughs> three years. <laughs> Yeah, Holy like congratulations, shit. great, you've gone three years. Every record's made to be broken, dude. Just go out there and I'm eviscerate make it. Make it to the third year, and then I'll think about it. Okay, well, until then, you need to find a way to. February twenty third. Okay. Will mark three years. All right, great. Until then, you need to find a way to curtail these <laughs> weird thoughts going through your head. I'll just say them. 
That's not good. If you say them to me, here, that's fine. But, like, don't go out there saying that. Don't be at work and be like, what do you think about these panties, dude? Like, replacing panties. Dude. They think it's funny at work. Oh, my God. You say that shit at work? Who are these people <laughs> you work with? <laughs> I want to tell you something right now, honestly, from a friend to a friend. Don't go sending this shit out into the universe outside of this fucking safe zone. Okay? I start slow. And I will build my way up. You did not start. You came right out of the gate with panties. <laughs> well, I mean, when I first moved in here, I never said anything about panties. It you never said anything about panties, but you said a lot of other weird shit about a bunch of other weird shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was slow. hilarious. And I worked my way up to panty theft. Yeah, I remember Derek was like, what do you think of that new guy? I'm like, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> he's fucking out of his mind. I love it. Um, I, I, like, 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 loose cannons and, like, you know... Like people like this that are just thinking of like random shit like moment to moment. Like I, I that I can deal with. You know that that is I get it. it's funny. You're harmless, so it's funny. But I mean, like when someone else says it, that's not harmless. That isn't the kind of person you are. I'm kind of like we gotta get this guy the fuck out of here. Like this dude's a fucking ticking time bomb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get... said. Yeah. I I could see that not everybody would be able to say you know. A panties theft. Drink. Right. Well, I mean, if, if if it was like our second day that I met you and you said that shit, I'd be like, all right, dude. Yeah. This, I had uh, to uh, yeah. Build up slowly. I'd to be that. like, this dude's volatile. You know. Build Plus, you hear slowly. the shit that I say. Like, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, 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 like, I'm not as unhinged as I used to be, but I'm still a little fucking like, you know, I got one foot like dangling on the fucking crazy side, but I have outlets <laughs> to like get rid of the, that, like, to, to to keep me, you know. Uh, on, I, got, on. I got outlets too. I I do hard work. Yeah, man. you do. No, you do. You work hard, and you you do have hobbies. You know, like you, you're constantly like fixing shit and stuff. And you're like, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it is. You do have you do have outlets, and you go to meetings. You help people. You try to help people. You know, yeah. It's like that's what that's why that's why it's like to me. It's like it's it's weird, <laughs> but it's to me it's more funny than it is weird. The panty thing is kind of like fifty fifty. Maybe a I, little bit more in the weird. I, I, I knew but... I was thinking about it, and I was like, should I say, well, yeah, it's funny. No. <laughs> but um, but then still, too, like, even uh, yesterday, like, it's, it was the weirdest thing that you didn't go to that meeting because, like, I was um I was coming back because, you know, Dulcie lives, like, right around the corner from there. She lives, like, if you just go up... Uh, like two blocks and go. She lives in that little like apartment complex thing over there. Um, so we were gonna go. She well, we were gonna go to her house, and I was like, well, it was like six forty-five. I'm like, ah, I'm like, there's this meeting I I go to once in a while right over here by your house. I was I was gonna go to that, and then I was just gonna Uber back to her place, and then um, I don't know. I just didn't go. We ended up going to her place. Oh no no, I'm sorry. We came back here for a bit, and then she left. Um. But I was gonna go, and then when I came home and saw you, I'm like, "Oh, you weren't even." That would have been that would have sucked if you weren't there. It would have been fine, mm -hmm. but I mean, what if like you weren't there, and it was just like me, and that one lady that like took forever to admit that she was an alcoholic, <laughs> and then that one dude who I love, whose daughter just passed away. Yeah, I, I could I could talk to that dude all fucking day. That dude is such a fucking OG fucking cowboy, dude. I love it. He's fun. Yeah, he is. And the way he's handling the death of his daughter, dude, that is a fucking program, dude. Like, that dude is so in touch with his higher power and so content with his sobriety that he was able to walk through that. And by day three, able to talk about it. That's unbelievable. 
the first week after that happened, he he was sharing, and you know, yeah, that, I remember that, that. Yeah, that group's really tight knit. Uh, the first week after that, I think that I was there with you with and Dawn. Yeah, I came with Dawn. Remember? No, that was like second, third week. No, I think it was that week. No, the the first. Because I remember the was week it? before that, yes, he was talking about how she was in a bad way. And then I, I remember I came back. I remember specifically because I came back and I was just about to ask him how his daughter was doing. And he just came out with it. No, like um, he was he was about to share. Regardless. Go ahead. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the, the, they're a tight-knit group, so they, they all knew. I didn't. So they were like, you should share, you should share. And then it was the it was just the most heartbreaking like yeah thing to see that yeah but yeah. I was talking to him a couple weeks later after the meeting and I was just asking I, I well I didn't ask him anything I just told him like just seeing you come back here every week even though that that just happened to you is like huge for me I just want you to know you that. know that dude like must crush pussy that dude is just fucking oh yeah dude. oh dude he must he must <laughs> Like if I saw him with hanging an, from the rafters. If I saw him with an eighteen-year-old, I'd be cool. With it. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, get, yeah, she, yeah. She's, don't get her pregnant and marry her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just no, fucking like, hit it and quit it. Yeah. Like that, that girl's she, she's doing. I, I just right. said I just said two phrases that I've never said in my life. Hit it and quit it. I've never said hit it and quit it. I've never said crushing pussy. Crushing. Pussy. I've heard it. That's such like a like a fucking meathead thing to say. I gotta edit that out. That's the stuff. Like this kid I went to high school with, he was a good, he was a good friend of mine. He just like had the biggest dick, and I remember like one day like after gym class, I saw it and I was like, oh my god, I can never show this guy my penis. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like so big and long and oh, oh dude, dude, I bet it's huge today. So I was working at the Y, um, in uh, in uh, I cannot imagine this is gonna be a good story. No good story has ever began with I was working at or I was at the Y. I was working at the Y as a lifeguard. Just so we're sure, you were working at the YMCA. Yes, the as YMCA. a lifeguard. The one by uh, Cal State Long Beach. Mitch Buchanan. Uh, Los Altos family. Mitch YMCA. Buchanan, the lifeguard. Uh, you yeah. never put that together, being called Mitch Buchanan, and then you working as a lifeguard. I yeah. can't believe you've never brought that up until now. Well, so I was working over there as a lifeguard yeah, at the yeah. Young Men's Christian Association. At the end of my shift, I'd go. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'd go shower myself. The one by the teriyaki. You'd go shower yourself? I, yeah, I'd go. I'd leave everything on, like my, my swim trunks. Why would the fuck? <laughs> but I was just getting the chlorine off so it wouldn't be itchy. When you have a history of being a very bad shower. And uh, and I noticed, like, there, there was this guy that was in there every day. And he'd walk around. And one day he was walking around without anything on. So he was naked. And I caught a like, glimpse. Like got a, a glimpse good of it. Foot. Yeah. Good foot. Soft. Yeah. And I couldn't tear. I was like, Holy. right. It's like, it's, it's like one day. One and day. then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so the yeah, next, you don't want to get caught looking at someone's dick at the YMCA. The next co- like a couple of days, two three days later, I'm I'm at the end of my shift again. The guy comes. And this time he's wearing a towel. He caught you looking at him. And he walks over to me and gives me this love note. He's like, I'm kind of shy. I couldn't talk to you. Here you go. That song was no joke. I brought the love. I read the love note and I was like, oh my God. Why would you read it? Because I didn't know it was a love. He just gave me a note. 
He cuts you looking at his dick, and then he brings you a piece of paper the next day. You don't think it's going to be something disgusting I, and I perverse? I, I just don't take cues in that type of, um, like, my ex always said, like, all these girls are hitting on you, and they're in your foyer and back with them. And you I'm should like, have been like, no, no I'm I'm still, they didn't recognize me because I, they caught me stealing their fucking panties. And, um, <laughs> so I go, I go back, because I was living with my girlfriend at the time. I go back to her house. And, uh, and I show her this note, and I really shouldn't have shown her that. She made fun of it. For the rest of our relationship, you she made fun of it. bad ideas. You're just chock full of bad ideas. Hola. Just one after the other, dude. And I told her the story. I was like, this guy's got, like, a foot-long dick. She, she probably went and <laughs> fucking him. Um, that, that's, that's, that's a hazard. <laughs> That long of a day, dude. That's that's a hazard. Yeah, I I am. Um, I, I was dating this one girl, and she, like we haven't had sex yet at this point. And she was telling me the story about like this douchey, like well, not, not a douchey to date, but like she said she's like, oh, she's like, uh, I don't even know how it came up, but she was like, yeah, I fucked this one guy once, and it was like a uh, Red Bull can, and I'm like, a Red Bull can, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's pretty girthy. I'm like, so you fucked a guy with a chode. And she was like, yeah, I guess so. She's like, oh, but don't worry. She's like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, all right, this, this is going to be awesome. And uh, it was almost as bad as this one time I was, I, was, I was hooking up with a girl up in Syracuse. Not the one that gave me chlamydia a bunch of times, <laughs> but this other girl. And um, one time we were having sex, and we were both pretty shit-faced. And it was like halfway through the event. And she was like, are you in yet? And I'm like, <laughs> she said that to you? Yeah. And it wasn't my dick, dude. You know what? It was the big vagina. Big vagina. It was the big vagina. It was the big vagina. I think she knew that, too. She knew she had a big vagina. Yeah, and she'll... Girls like that, they'll just... Yeah, why don't you just give me head? That's... Say to those girls. Do what you want. (laughs) This is the perfect fucking shit to play for this episode. We've been all over the place today. We uh, we went from uh, talking. I don't even know. You know what? This 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 conversation got so fucking bizarre. I don't even remember like what we started the con- what we started the podcast with. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to tell you. I think I think I told you this, but um, you know, Don came by the other day, and uh, he's the guy that we went and got burgers with, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I fucking love Don. <laughs> And uh, I was, um, we rode here for a minute because I was, um, I was showing him some of the tools I got. And he's like, well, how's the podcast going? And uh, we were supposed to go to this meeting to see a friend of ours take two years. But um, we ended up getting stuck here because I had that guy that came and he ended up, you know, all this bullshit. And I was waiting to get paid for someone. But uh, anyway, so we didn't go to the meeting. I'm like, oh, why don't we do an episode? And... Um, he, he, he had to go. He didn't have time, but he was like, yeah, dude, we definitely got to do it. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah, you should just come by. Like, whenever. We'll do a podcast episode. I'm like, oh, you want to see what we've been doing lately? And I was showing him the episode, uh, a couple clips from our episodes. And he was like, dude, you guys, like, you have, like, he's like, he's like, you guys have, like, nothing in common. But he's like, that shit works. I'm like, yeah, because right now in his life, he's completely irrational. <laughs> and I'm, like, grounded in logic. So, like, it's a good fucking... The parody's good. You know what I'm saying? Like the contrast and the parody. Rational. Mm. I am super rational. Okay. Sometimes your ideas are a little bit irrational. And then I rationalize them. After you hear me say them out loud to you. 
then you kind of like yeah that's the thing like when somebody says something that's getting so fucking off the wall they have sometimes they have to hear someone like say it out loud to them you know like like there's people i've met with they've been talking i'm like excuse me i'm like do you hear what you're saying right they're like yeah and i'm like that sounds logical to you yeah then i'll repeat what they said and they're like all right well you not you not all aspects of it. I'm like every aspect of it but that's the view it's just it's funny you know, sometimes people say shit, and I'm like, dude, that guy's, that's volatile. Like, I'm, you could keep an eye on this motherfucker. But with you, it's funny. Boys Club. Well, yeah. It's that's what you're in. This is what you're in right now. I, I think through it. Boys Club. Remember the Desert Tortoise? <laughs> I, I, that was just fucking, like, I that was, that, that was just a beastly, boring, fucking, like, inane thing to me. It was, it it's was, such a random fucking animal that nobody like is envious of. I'm not envious. I just had a great relationship with a couple right. desert tortoises. But that doesn't mean you'd want to be a desert tortoise. I was just want, trying to empathize, wondering what it would like to okay, be. Okay, well that's I don't. I can't. See, I can't rational, do that. Rational. Rational. Mm, yeah, but. I mean, it may I mean, come off as I know nothing about. But I, it's I know nothing about desert tortoises except. That they walk around the fucking barren, hot, dry desert their whole life. They dig tunnels. Wow. They dig tunnels. Yeah, that's cool. It is. Digging a tunnel in 130 degree weather with the air, the ground heat down there. By the time that you get kind of as deep as a tortoise would go. It's I mean, nice. I, I was on the a whole other spectrum of that though. Like digging in the snow to make a place to sleep because I was too drunk to go home and you need... You made an igloo? Yeah, that's what keeps you from, that's what keeps you from getting hypothermia and shit. All right. Yeah. But like, just that was just one night. Like, not my whole fucking life. Like, if I had to be a fucking... I mean, I I, 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 I would have a better survival skills and like, you know, fucking, you know, uh, way northern Alaska, like the northern hemisphere, than I would... Somewhere like, you know, a California desert or like the Mojave Desert or something, you know? Because I know how to survive in cold. I don't know how to survive in a fucking desert. You can't by yourself. No. You, but you can survive can't. in the cold by yourself. I can survive in the, I know how to I know how to make how to like make drinkable water in yeah. the areas like that, you know? Uh-huh. There's nothing to drink in the fucking desert. You no. can drink sand? No. That's why I think that whole thing with Moses was bullshit. Tell me that guy walked through that fucking desert for forty fucking yeah, days. God's help. What did he do? Drink their fucking piss or jerk them off into his mouth? What was he fucking drinking? It's a God, desert. God led him to water. Oh, okay. God led him to water. He did. What was God there with him? Oh, I'll we'll make some water here. Just like God led So he had God as his guide. God led me and you to sobriety, to sober life. He led Moses to water. I led myself to sober life. He's helping me now. You have to get there by yourself. I didn't. You were also in like where, 16 fucking weird desert places. Where and like, I was heading, if if I went there by myself, I'd be dead. Because I, before... You did. You walked to the desert or whatever it was by yourself. I had highway <laughs> patrol helping me. Oh, man. <laughs> what an envious life. <laughs> Some of the shit you've accomplished... Like, sometimes people accomplish shit, and they're like, wow, like, that's awesome, man. I want to accomplish something like that. You have not told me one story where I've been like, I haven't done that yet. That sounds awesome. Except getting sober, you know? Mm-hmm. But other than that, every story you've told me, I've just been like, thank God. 
I had a different fucking path than this kid. <laughs> and it's just, it's great that you're here, man. Like, a lot of people, like, some of the shit you've told me, like, it, it's a testament to, like, you know, you're a fucking fighter, dude. You know? Like, a lot of it, yeah, it was drug influence, but you still made it out of it somehow. That and here you are. all because of God, man. Like, with... Like, when I was laying in the hospital in uh, Cat City, I was... Okay. I don't know what Cat City is. I'm Cathedral on... City. Okay. It's in the desert. Yeah, with the with the weird thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I I was laying <laughs> in the, the weird, hospital... The whole fucking upper desert is fucking I, weird, dude. I had dude. just gotten a, uh, a scan on my arm to see... So the doctor... Oh, would you have MRSA? No, I injected myself with gasoline. I was trying to off myself because I was coming down too hard for meth. That's the method you chose. Well, I tried other methods and they didn't work, so I was like, time for the gas. What did you fucking try and fail at that led you to injecting gasoline into your fucking arm? Um. Like, like how many times, like, how shitty were you at killing yourself? That oh, you I am the worst. Every time I've tried, I've failed. <laughs> That's so deflating. <laughs> That must be the worst feeling in the world. You're so over it. You're done. You just want to die. And you fucking keep waking up. Dude, no. This was bad because I started like two days before I went to the hospital. You literally sucked at everything then. I I did. (laughs) And uh, I started like two days before I went to the hospital. Oh, my God. I'd done like ten syringefuls of like... How did that not fucking kill you? My higher power, dude. Dude, if I was gone, I saw you, I'd be like, all right, dude, it's time for this guy to fucking dude, go. Two days later, I'm there like, oh, my arm's starting to hurt. You know, I should yeah, go to the hospital. I've never <laughs> even thought of, like, killing myself. You know? Like, sometimes it's probably, when I've been, I've probably sure there's been times where I've been, like, really, really fucking drunk or really, really hungover and wanted to fucking kill myself. But that's just kind of like, oh, my fucking God, it's fucking hangover. And and, and to me, like, the, that's that's something that, you know, when I hear people talking about that, like... You know, they really, like, dude, I, I, like, I fucking just wanted to die, and I tried to fucking kill myself, and I couldn't do it. And I still hear them be here today, like, to talk about that shit. That's, those are the people where I'm like, dude, you need to fucking work this program. Like, your fucking life depends on it, because it yeah, fucking exactly. does, you know? Exactly, like, man. I mean, alcohol, like, it'll kill me. But it'll kill me when I'm 80, you know? Like, it'll be miserable. If you're lucky. Yeah, if I'm lucky. If, if I'm, not, dude, no, 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 if I'm not lucky. Like, I don't want to do it. That's just from now. That's like 40 fucking years of just miserable fucking blech. Like, alcohol is just a slow, like... painful, lonely death, dude, you know? Yeah. But I've never tried to kill myself. That's the thing. Like, I don't I don't get fucked up and want to hurt myself. You know, those people that do, though, like, yes, it's all life and death in this program. The way that we drink and the way that we use. It's all life and death. But with, the, with that added fucking component, the suicide component, like, those people, like, it's... Every day you have, dude, you're fucking... I, I get it. You're fucking blessed, man. You know? Yeah. And, and, like... The way that that's I... why it took me longer. Like, you said God got you here. That's why I, took, I got here. But it, it took me a little bit to realize how much I needed my higher power. You know? God pulled me out of so much shit, yeah. dude. So much yeah. shit. Yeah, because you weren't pulling yourself out of those situations. No way, yeah. dude. <laughs> okay, I kind of now that now that we have a little bit of perspective, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, the stick, I, stick with that, dude. I'm laying in yeah. Cat, Cat City Hospital, man. Okay, and where's gone this panty theory of yours? Well, I'm uh, doing a, I'm doing a good favor. You're trial and error is what you're doing here. You're trying to <laughs> by giving them fresh panties. 
Panties are expensive. Dear God. Yeah, I know that. I have a girlfriend. Panties <laughs> are expensive, and I'm sure that every girl would You're going to play with fire. You're going to get burned. Yeah. I got burned, but it wasn't from the panties. It was from what came after the panties came off. Committee. The big C. The clap. I, I, st- I still remember. That's funny you said that. Like, after the second time I got it, I flew home and a couple of my buddies came to the airport to pick me up. And I told my friend, like, not to tell anybody. It was kind of embarrassing, you know? I get to the airport, they're all clapping. And I come to get my fucking luggage. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I said I was embarrassed, but I, don't know, I probably wasn't. I mean, I don't no, even know. That's a funny story to tell. That's pretty awesome, dude. But still, like, at the time, I had a picture of the girl in me. And I'm like, come on, guys. You wouldn't have done that? They're like, yeah, all right. You made the right choice. I'm like, see? If she was some slam pick or some, like, you know, not attractive woman, they were like, dude, really? That's what you got chlamydia twice over? Because at that, at that age, you know, I mean, we're always going to be superficial, but, I mean, we're, like, really superficial then. Or we're just so happy that someone's, like, you know, touching our penis that we're thrilled and we don't care. <laughs> you know, when I was, like, you know, when I was early in college, you know? When I was, when I was like, 14, 13, I was there for the first time, man. Chlamydia? No, no. <laughs> had this fat... Oh, you had a moped. Fucking... Yeah. And, yeah. and she didn't, like, I just broke it up with her, and then my parents left, so I was like, hey, no, I just broke up with you, but can you come over? <laughs> and she That's just watched me jerk off. <laughs> That's the fucking, the worst story I, I've ever I, heard I, in my I, life, dude. I was just like... What do you, why did why, why you have her come over then? I was, I don't, I thought she would do something, she was like, but I'm not your girlfriend anymore, and I was like, oh yeah, right. Oh, good for her. <laughs> good for her. She just said Well, I mean, yeah. Me. Well, yeah. You fucking... You, you have the fucking... You jerked off. It's a champagne of victory, dude. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm getting off, bitch. I don't care if you're here or not. Good for you. 13 years old. Wow. What a fucking little pervert. All right. So, um... <laughs> so, uh, this Tuesday, uh, make sure you guys uh, are listening because uh, I'm going to be here with uh, Billy Longloins and Sweet Baby You. Unfortunately, Mitch won't be here. He's got family shit to do, but uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. And then um, we've been doing Thursday and Sunday, it seems like, so we'll, we'll probably see you on uh, Thursday, maybe. Oh, no. We'll be in Long Beach on Thursday. Isn't that Christmas? Friday. Oh, Friday. Well, you'll be gone Thursday, though. Where, would I, where am I going? Aren't you spending the night at your grandmother's house? Yeah, on Friday. Oh, Friday's Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I get it's all weird, day. dude. Now that I'm on, now that I'm like on a different school schedule, this with this winter session shit. Like, I don't even know what day it is, dude. I woke up today thinking it was Monday. I woke up at like eleven o'clock, and I was just like, ugh. Uh, double scrub. <laughs> well, they were all doing it, except <laughs> one person who I had to go fucking wake up. But uh, yeah, dude, no, they did great today. Yeah. You should get him an alarm clock. All the weeds got picked. I'm his alarm clock. I'm in his room. And I'm, but the, dude, during the last semester, I was in his room at like fucking 7 in the morning. Like, get up! Yeah. Wow. Like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I can't throw you out. Well, this is the alternative. You should put your uh, eye home in his air vent. No, no, no. That's my eye. That's mine. It's an eye home. It's a, it's a Mac iPad mini. I something sound. What the fuck is that thing called? It's an iHome. No, it's not an iHome. Is it? It's a speaker. Bowl. It's a it's a home it's a home pod. Home pod. Home pod. iHome is like the knockoff Apple equipment. 
That's how they market it. That's their whole thing. You get a, you get like a something that would normally cost like eight hundred dollars for an Apple at Walmart for like seven ninety nine, and it's called like I something. It's like oh, I'm not can not fucking. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we'll be here Tuesday. Um, him and I will be here Thursday. Uh, but then it's Christmas, so um, we're going to be in Long Beach, and I'm going to be in Long Beach and Garden Grove. But, um, yeah, maybe we'll do a little like, Christmas episode on Thursday. I know that for sure I'm going to try to get Long Loins to dress up like Santa on. Because, uh, obviously, I'd be the obvious choice to play Santa, right? Because I'm fatter than him. I'm jolly. I was thinking I mean, more like Gacy. Yeah, like a Gacy Santa. <laughs> but, I, but, like, seriously, if it was, if it was the four <laughs> of us in a room... Like me, you, long loins, and sweet baby, you. Who's the first obvious choice for Santa? Me. So that's why long loins should do it. You don't see a six foot six, huge Santa, tall Santa Claus. Are you gonna dress up as missing Claus? Missing Claus. Uh, no, I'm gonna have sweet baby you when he's sitting on his lap. <laughs> Where are you gonna be, Rudolph or an elf? I, I'm gonna be uh, Mister. I'm gonna think I'm gonna be uh, snow miser or heat miser. Is that like the Nordic. Yeah, you never seen you, you never you, you never seen the year without a Santa, year without a Santa Claus. No, the Rankin base movie. Oh, it's fucking great, dude. Is it a horror movie? No, it's I a Christmas. It's a Christmas, Christmas movie. Oh, we watched Bad Santa the other night, dude. It's fucking hilarious, dude. We're watching that uh, on Saturday too. Perfect. Perfect. Bad Santa, Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, she's got all these uh, Christmas movies no, picked out. No, 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 Home Alone. Oh, she, she's well. That was just mistress of the te- television. She, she, uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, and maybe Home Alone too. No, none of that. <sighs> um, we have to watch a year without a Santa Claus. Then. <laughs> this is like this is like your entrance music to take a dump if you were doing it like in front of a crowd. <laughs> All right, so this was fun, man. Maybe some fucked up like uh, like hundred days of Sodom shit. Dude, my sister and I were obsessed with this fucking movie because of the way the cat. It's so good, dude. Um, but anyway, so yes, uh, we'll be here on Tuesday and, um, little Mitch Buchanan's got to go take a big poo-poo. So I guess we're going to wrap it up. Mitch, good stuff. Weird, but good. I'm I'm glad we we talked it out, a lot of it. This is more like therapy for you, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, Austin, Texas, wherever you are. What did you just fucking say? What? Fucking weird, man. That's under 20 degrees. I'm gonna do this. Heat miser. Let it freeze. Oh, dude, don't. Let it freeze. Oh, we're still recording everything. Hold on a minute.